0: Rangers get shut out by the Washington Capitals, and it's not the game that you want coming out of the break. The Rangers, who had been playing really well before and really had one of their best games of the season versus the Islanders, they really did not look good in this one, really from the outset. they You could just tell that they were off, and the Washington Capitals, who have been also playing well lately, they were much better than the Rangers. So... There's no excuse because, you know, the Capitals did play Friday, whereas the Rangers played Thursday, but that's not enough to make a difference. And, you know, some things could have went better officiating-wise, but even with all that being said, this was a game the Rangers deserved to lose. They did lose, and they got shut out as well. Shesterkin, I thought he did what he could. You can't really blame any of the goals on him. And the Ranger, Rangers power play continues to struggle. 0 for 5 tonight. That power play has been an issue. And there were there was some line juggling. So TBD on what we see moving forward, I kind of liked what it was. Not all of it. Not all of it. One line that I did not like, and it might be more of just an individual thing, was the Panarin at Kratsov line. As much as I would want that to work out, don't like it, would not go back to it. Now, unfortunately, that's going to have ramifications elsewhere. And the lines ended up becoming this. And I I don't know, really, it's very tough to tell. I don't think they're going to go back fully to what the lines were, but I don't think that they're going to go back to what the lines finished up in this one because that really didn't didn't do a whole lot either. But they kind of went more back to the traditional sets where Zibanejad was with Crider and Goodrow. Trocek was with Panarin and Kako. Hedel was with Lafreniere and Vizi. And then the fourth line was Brodzinski with Kratsov and Gauthier. So, not really in love with those combinations. You might see some of them, but the switches need to be made, and we'll see what they end up being next game. Could Sammy Blade draw back into the lineup? He could. Do I really? Do I want him to? Not really. But we'll see. Certainly, I, I would hope it's not for Gauthier. If he's going to come in, I, I hope it's not for him because he still is able to give you those scoring chances. Like I understand, defensively, he's for sure you know a liability, but not enough where I want him. Like he gives you that jolt, and he almost had a goal, and he really should have drawn one or two penalties like he normally does, but they just didn't call it. But Darcy Kemper made all 32 stops. And I don't think he was tested too much, but there were some pretty tough saves that he made. And this is a Washington team that's got a lot of injuries. John Carlson was recently hurt. T.J. Oshie's been out for a while. This is not the most healthy team. And they looked really good. And and this is, you know, look, a big game when you think of the standings and the Metropolitan Division. you got good teams. Like like I've said, there's going to be at least one, if not two, really good clubs that don't make the playoffs in the Eastern Conference. So as good as Rangers have done lately, they have to keep it up. And Gallant really, and uh, I was happy about this, he was he had strong words. He, he said the team was garbage in this game. So this has to be a one-off. Now, now. And hopefully it will be. And if the Rangers play well moving forward, that's simply what it was. First game out of the break, you don't want it to happen, but it happens. But if this does, let's say, snowball... Then you will go back to this game, right? So hopefully, this was just a outlier, but we shall see how they handle it moving forward. And the schedule doesn't get any easier, but I but I almost think it's a the schedule. It's good for them, and it's at Tampa, and so you know the team that eliminated them that last year. There's no way that you can, you know, sort of sit back in that one. And it's back to sort of the scene of the crime. First game at Tampa since Game 6 last year in the Eastern Conference Final. Then they go on to take uh, an underachieving Panther team. So you have the Florida trip right around New Year's. And then they come home to take on the Carolina Hurricanes, who are scorching hot. And that'll also be the first game against Carolina since the Rangers eliminated them last year. So the next three games are going to be difficult. So you, they have to get this out of their system and get back to the way they were playing. There is no time to figure it out. Like I said, hopefully this was, I mean, this was bad. This was a really bad game for the Rangers. So in this one, first period, you know, the beginning, I felt like they were a bit sloppy, but it was all right. It was scoreless. And then unfortunately, a couple of penalties. One on Ryan Lingren. They call him for slashing. And I think that I uh, it was weird. I don't think he was the one that took the penalty. I think in reality it was Trocek, which he'd probably ra- – I know Trocek does kill penalties, but Lindgren is kind of more of an integral part of the PK, so he'd probably rather it have been on Trocek. But let's make matters worse. 20 seconds in, Chris Kreider holds up Alex Ovechkin, and I agreed with that call. Kreider, uh, you can't do that, and so now it's five on three. And on the five on three, Washington scores. At 844, Marcus Johansson is ninth from Kuznetsov and Gustafsson. And so it's one of the Capitals. So, and the Rangers, that, that was all that Washington needed. And the Rangers did get a power play at 1235. And, and this kind of changed the momentum around a little bit, right? To this point, Rangers weren't doing anything. Nick Jensen gets a penalty for closing his hand on the puck, but the Rangers power play does not come through. And I still feel like that first unit is getting too much ice time. The second unit deserves more of a chance, and they're just not getting it. And Galant n- needs to allow it to happen as soon as he can. So if there's a clear, if the other team clears the puck, and let's say there is a minute left, even a little bit more than a minute left in power play, I'm sorry, they have to go off the ice. That's it, and that's not happening enough. So the Rangers, you know, the end of the period was bad, but overall, the first period, not a terrible one by the Rangers. I felt like things were off, but it could have been worse. We ended the second. Rangers got a quick power play. That's Orlov, trips Sabanajad at 32 seconds. And, again, the officiating really on both sides were not great in terms of missed calls and calls. It was just not a great night. I mean, they were rusty as well coming out of the break. But the Rangers on the power play don't score, and it stays 1-0. I I did not like the Rangers' second period at all. And they just – like I said, there was that Gauthier instance where he had that chance, and there was no penalty. They they reviewed it. No goal, and that was the right – you know, it wasn't a goal. Didn't go in. And, unfortunately – Vinny Trocheck is involved negatively in goals two and three. I should also mention in the first goal, Jacob Truba, he kind of, it was almost his goal. I, I think technically Johansson did bat it in at the very end, but it was going, it was about to go in. Truba, you know, he's just, he's such a klutz sometimes. Uh, and that was another example right there where I don't know what he was doing, but it looked like he was trying to score for the Caps. But the Capitals do score a couple of really big goals at the end of the second. And this was the game. Right, Because if it's one nothing, we've seen the Rangers kind of turn it around. They've had good third periods, but this took the life out of them. And Vinny Trocek gets hurt in the offensive zone on a, I think it might have been an Ovechkin. I think it was an Ovechkin shot to like the knee. It was a, a puck to the lower body. And Trocek was in pain, slow to get off. Adnay rushed the other way. And the Caps score on a goal by Eric Gustafson. His fifth of the season from Sherry and Dylan Strome. Delant did challenge it for goal interference. And you know what? It, it Actually, it was a worthwhile challenge, and it didn't go the Rangers' way. Uh, it wasn't like it was hard physical contact, but he was in Shesterkin's crease. Like, we've seen this called goal interference before. So that is frustrating. The call stands. And so now the Rangers, because of the failed challenge, it's a delay of game. The Rangers do kill that off. However, very soon thereafter... Lars Eller scores his seventh uh, goal of the season from Anthony Mantha. And it's 3-0. And that ended it right there. It really did. Maybe 2-0, maybe there's still a chance. But 3-0, it's over. And that was a play there where Trocek was kind of, you know, it was a soft defense. And Trocek, you know, turnover by him. And Miller and Truva probably should have been more aggressive. They let Eller kind of skate his way in, dance in, and scores past Igor makes it 3-0, and the Rangers in the third period were basically dead, and they had another power play chance. Connor Sherry, high sticks Adam Fox, a minute in, Rangers don't score. Then, later, I mean, now at this point, it's basically over, but less than five minutes to go, and it's essentially a six on four. Irwin trips Brodzinski, and so six on four, Rangers don't do anything. And in this... There is a empty net goal by Connor Sherry's his 11th goal of the season, unassisted, and it's a four nothing capital lead. The Rangers would get another power play as Garnet Hathaway interferes with Ben Harper at 17:33, but no dice. Rangers shut out. Second time in the season they've been shut out. The other time was on the road at the Islanders. This is their first home shutout, and the Capitals were the much better team. No way around it. Rangers need to do better. I'm not gonna you know freak out about this. They have been playing really well, but like I said, let's see how they do moving forward because if they struggle, then you can go back to this as the beginning of where things went, neg- you know, turned south. But I don't think it's fair to do that just yet. The Rangers have really played some really good hockey on the road against some good opponents, so I would expect them at Tampa and at Florida to play well. I mean, will it result in wins? You never know, but I would expect them to certainly turn it back up, be ready to go, and just an unacceptable performance tonight that hopefully is is rectified immediately. And so two more, uh, sorry, this will be the last game, as it was last year. That was on New Year's Eve, but uh, it's interesting. Two years in a row where the last game of the calendar year will be at the Tampa Bay Lightning. I'm excited for it. It should be a fun one. Tampa Bay will actually be playing their second game of back-to-back because so they'll be playing tomorrow night home against Montreal. So it's not like they have to travel. And Montreal is not one of the more imposing teams, but still, maybe you do get a somewhat tired Tampa team. I don't think it'll have too much of a I don't think it'll play too much of a role. And I guess the one thing that comes to mind is maybe the Rangers don't face Vasilevsky. We'll see. But that could be the one break that maybe they do get, but we'll find out then. Again, the Rangers shut out in a bad performance. They lose their first game out of the mini holiday break to the Washington Capitals at MSG. They lose 4-0.